0: start recording hey what (laughs) what is up tag teamers we are back i'm jw crewall this is riley holbert and let's get right down to it riley most important question how are you
1: Very authentic pizza and it's been exhausting though i will say
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure i mean chicago is just overwhelming I feel like with the size or unless you're talking about your work, which has been exhausting.
1: The work has been exhausting, but Chicago is also (laughs) overwhelming. I will say my Uber driver got very lost this morning. Yeah. um, (laughs) Trying to get me to work. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he knew more than Google maps, but I think he knew actually less than Google maps.
0: I, I had one guy one time I was trying to get to the airport. I left a little bit later than I normally do. And I'm, you know, it's like five in the morning or something. And this guy, I'm talking to him just really briefly. And he's like, yeah, man, I've been, you know, this is the end of my 10 hour shift. Like he's been working like all morning and you know, <laughs> yeah. all last night. And he's like very clearly tired. Um, <laughs> and he's driving me around and I'm like, you know, noticing that we're kind of going, you know, right and left, right and left, like on all these weird side streets. So I pull out my phone, and, you know, I have directions. I'm like. Hey, you know, Hey man, watch out here. Take a, take a right. That'll be the fastest way. And then he like takes a left there. And I'm like, okay, do you want me to just direct you now because you seem to not know what you're doing? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We ended up getting to the airport like 15 minutes later than we wanted. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, thank you so much Natalie for that subscription five whole months. Insane. Thank you for that subscription, Natalie um and welcome tricky jimmers the rest of tricky jim thank you so much andrew for that raid with 89 viewers awesome guys welcome to the chat i'm jw Crewall. this is riley gulbert we were just talking about riley's uh you know foray in chicago i was just in minneapolis myself for an audition uh didn't end up winning but We had a good time checking out the Mall of America, which you were talking about Chicago being overwhelming. The Mall of America is just so stupid. Like, it's crazy big. I got lost. I turned a corner. I got lost. There's a freaking, you know, roller coaster in the middle of the mall. Like, what is going on? It's just such a... Yeah, the Mall of America
1: just (laughs) seems like this really bizarre, like, alternate reality where where that happens. Right.
0: I wasn't sure if I was seeing... People, or if I was seeing robots or mirages, like it was just, everything was just so strange. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so in any case, let's get right down to O'Reilly. What are you feeling coming out of this last weekend? How are you feeling about the current standard format? What are you liking? What are you not liking? And talk a little bit about kind of the top decks from this last weekend.
1: Yeah. So this Weekend was very interesting. I will say that for sure. Uh, we saw the gang was on Giratina, Garchomp, Malamar, which was not really on our radars. Um, I, I mean, it's Malamar at the end of the day, and yep. it performed exactly as we continue to say it will, where it'll be good enough to get a top eight or a top four, um, and it got both, and then it proceeded to, you know, cease. and uh that's that's how the cookie crumbles with that deck but um i think the most interesting part of the weekend um wasn't the most popular deck it wasn't the gang playing malamar it was the final two decks in the room one of which actually you you were a fan of heading into this weekend and i was not um and frankly i still don't really quite get how it happened how it like got there um but nevertheless lucario (laughs) Metal. versus geartina karchomp's Magius so was the finals which just seems like a like a joke on paper it seems like not that it was not that these are bad decks but yeah. just like if you were to tell me that i would be like what <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about
0: <laughs> yeah yeah of course of course like i think it would be it would be funny to say you know to if you had a line uh a betting line in las vegas And you had, you know, these two decks in the finals. I think that would be, you know, such a, such a bad guess, you know, heading into (laughs) the event.
1: But it would be a very bad, like (laughs) uninformed guess.
0: Right. Uh, Well, half of it, I should say, you know, because obviously Lucario, Malmetal, like we knew that I knew that. And I said that would be a really good play. Um, But. Even so, it wasn't the welder version that I was kind of running. It was a more oh, we lost you, Riley. Uh it was a more um, Yeah, it's just my camera. Uh just the camera. It might maybe it's time for a new laptop, huh? It's just my it's just the work laptop. I don't control the camera. The oh, way. oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. But in any case, um, yeah, very interesting to see this Garchomp deck resurface, especially considering I hadn't seen a list for that. Um you know, because obviously Gustavo ran that, um, in Latin America, I hadn't seen a list between then and now. So very interesting to see it make the finals and piloted very successfully by a few other players.
1: Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that, you know, there wasn't just Daytona this weekend, right? There was a lot of stuff that was actually going on this weekend. We had the Singapore special event and we had, um, either the regional or special event. I forget which it was in, um, in australia and so those panned out a little more according to expectation i think mewtwo won both of them
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but there was like spattering still of, of ggn in both tournaments so it's it's kind of come out of the woodwork as this really strong off meta deck you know and obviously gustavo saw great success with it in the first weekend of the format but Gustavo is notoriously tight-lipped about his decks and doesn't really share them online. It's kind sure. of hard to track them down. So very interesting to see it. This archetype is caught on more and more, even without Gustavo's list being like a publicly available item.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But the word of mouth, right? And, and obviously he's connected with players and saying, you know, clearly this was a good play for him. Surely it'll be a good play for others. And uh, it ended up working out for Justin. So congratulations to... Justin Bukhari on that, uh, you know, very stellar finish. I would have loved to see a stream uh, game, you know, of that deck, you know, from almost any point in the tournament. Unfortunately, we didn't get that. Um, But still, congratulations to him. Really, really well done. Were you interested in the results from Australia? Because they also had an event this last weekend, and it was mostly dominated by Mewtwo. I think there were... Somewhere between four and six Mewtwo decks in top eight.
1: Yeah, I I don't remember how many it was, but I do remember it was a high amount. And in Singapore and Australia, Mewtwo ended up winning both of those events. Um, I mean, I did find it interesting. The events were a little smaller. I don't think they even had Day 2 Swiss. Uh, I don't even think one or both of them didn't even have nine round Swiss. It was like eight round top cut sure. kind of thing. Um, so you know that i don't want to say it's like inherently bad or unrepresentative but it makes it it's a smaller sample size you know of, of games that get played and what goes into that so sure. Um, so there's still that aspect of it but i mean mewtwo is just a strong deck it's going to continue to be strong for the foreseeable future at least in the cosmic eclipse format so it doesn't surprise me at all that it did well i mean mewtwo has consistently been a deck that i personally found to be a top choice that I would take to tournaments so yeah I mean it doesn't surprise me at all it's I'm almost surprised by how dominant it was more than anything not because I don't think Mewtwo's is good but just because I think a good deck in this format is not as dominant as it as some other formats like sure even if Mewtwo is even if Mewtwo is like definitively the best deck it's not so much better than everything else that it like completely bodies everything and like auto wins any tournament
0: right right but i i just thought it was interesting to see the differences between the two metagames in that mewtwo really didn't have too strong of a presence here uh in america and yet in australia just went buck wild and you know took took that whole event uh very handily um i'm just curious your thoughts on like what the difference in the metagame might have been to allow a deck like Mewtwo to flourish in one metagame and, you know, kind of get destroyed, I guess, or or maybe not be the best play uh, in the American metagame.
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what, what would have caused it. I would need to take a closer look at the meta breakdowns, but I think there's a couple things at least that come to mind. I know ADP was very, very popular in both Australia and Singapore, and I'm sure it was popular in the US as well. But I think Muta's ability to do 300, the turn ADP GXs, mm. um, is just really, really strong and, and can kind of keep ADP out of the game. Sure. Even if, you know, they can obviously use Caldeos and, and I, they, you know, Greninja into Caldeo isn't like fantastic. It kind of, it's more or less an even like two hit KO kind of war thing. Mm. Um, but if you're doing that after one hit KOing their ADP and removing their acceleration, that's yeah. like a different story. You know, you can sure. afford to be slower and like miss turns here and there, not have to heal every turn because they still have to attach right. and get their powered up. Right. So I I think that's a big part of it was the popularity of ADP and also just the popularity of Mewtwo, right? So you know if ADP and Mewtwo are the most popular decks, the Mewtwo's can eat up those ADPs. Um, especially if the better players are playing Mewtwo, and then it's just Mewtwo's left and they just continue to knock each other out. Sure. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well said, well said. Um we're and there-
1: I just more you too though. Like yeah. You know, the Tina Chomp Malamar, I think, actually probably has a decent shot against Mewtwo, especially if they're playing the Faba now. Um, which can remove not only stuff like um chaotic swell or sky pillar, but it can remove the weakness guard energy. So yeah. you can swing two sixty in a turn if you're not playing Jirachi DX. Sure. So,
0: exactly. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I think overall the metagame in america seemed to be less friendly to mewtwo than it was in in the other formats as well
0: yeah absolutely absolutely um were there any surprise decks from the weekend that you maybe weren't expecting we have somebody in the in the chat that is talking about persian roxy checkmate i'm not sure if you've looked into that deck at all uh but were there anything was there anything that you kind of didn't expect to see or maybe came out of left field uh from the from the weekend
1: yeah, I, I heard about a Persian checkmate deck going into the weekend. I didn't really give it any credence, and I don't really think it truly proved itself to deserve it yet. Um, obviously, it did get some top 16 spattering, but yeah, um, when the list was posted, it looked kind of underwhelming to me, and I'm sure, obviously, there's ways to forge, like, wins out of it, sure. but I don't see, like... A great reason to play it, and I really, really didn't like Xander's checkmate back back in the day. So, okay. back in the day being like <laughs> too earlier in helped. the
0: season, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really didn't like
1: that deck. I the checkmate strategy just seems so much less solid without Zorak. It seems like people are just trying to emulate that that like sensation, sure, almost as opposed to like actually building like a the competent best that list. You possibly could. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if I if it really comes down to surprises, the most surprising thing to me, I think, was that other people besides you were playing Lucario.
0: <laughs> I was saying, man, it's just, it seems like it should be good. And it, it ended up taking, you know, second place in San Diego.
1: Yeah. And I think there was a more like stall focused Lucario yeah. that did well in yeah. Singapore, I think.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. And um, it was just, it was cool to see a different take on it. Um, as far as I know from, from that second place list, I, they didn't play welder and instead opting for just you know manually attaching uh but it worked out really well i think the deck was strong with or without welder um and i i think in a slower format too like if if you think adp is going to be big then you can afford to have those like two manual attachments via um you know in your lucario Melmetal. metal so very very interesting deck there for sure um how do you think this? like, ships. It's very curious because I thought that, you know, maybe Blue Cephalon might have been um, a good deck heading into the weekend. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of that. Um, There wasn't a lot of fire decks in general. Uh, What's your take on, at least in the American metagame, what's your take on uh, fire decks, welder-based decks? They used to be the best decks. You know, everyone was complaining about, welder's broken, welder's too good, and now... It's hard to find those Welder-based decks um, in the top table. Certainly didn't see a lot of uh, firebox, as it were.
1: Yeah, man, where are the, where are the haters now crying <laughs> out for a Welder van? I don't understand. Um, I mean, realistically to me, baby blonde seemed really good in the point in the format where stall was relatively non-existent. Yeah. And you could just take out tag team decks. I mean, it still fulfills that purpose pretty well. Sure. Um, but it suffered a lot from both Stahl and Malamar becoming more popular over time. Sure. And that's just really rough. And there's not really a lot that Baby Blonds as a deck can do about that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just kind of forced out of the metagame by Malamar, especially, becoming more popular. You know, Stahl will never be that popular, just inherently. But Malamar, people love that deck. They do. <laughs> and that deck does take a pretty good matchup to, to Baby Blonds. It's pretty hard to justify playing it um other welder decks i mean you just huh. seems kind of like the best way to play a gx welder deck right like yeah why would i ever play ability zard when i could play Mewtwo for the most part for the most part you know if there are situations maybe where abilities is better but Mewtwo is a deck that i enjoy more has more options at any given moment and just generally has a higher like outplay potential, higher maneuverability. Sure. sure. So, it, um, I just I don't know why you're playing the other Voltax.
0: Sure, and and going off of that, Riley, which version do you think you would play for Mewtwo? Would you opt more for uh, the Tag Call engine, uh, maybe just a more turbo version? If you were to play Mewtwo this weekend, what, what version would you play?
1: I, I think at this point, the Tag Call engine has solidified itself as the way that you play Mewtwo in this format. Um, it's definitely getting the most results consistently um, And you know you could you could argue there's different different ways about it but um, I don't know I, I I guess I could see it going either way sure and it depends a lot on the meta um, but tag calls has got the results to back it up more so than the other version
0: Sure and I think it provides a lot of um, a lot of stability in that you are able to play Mallow and Lana, which is just a huge card for Mewtwo. Being able to keep those energies in play, being able to keep that uh, beefy boy alive as long as you possibly can is a huge, huge strength that the straightforward version doesn't doesn't have. Um, And I think that is something that I look to as being one of the main reasons that the Tag Hall engine is maybe a little bit more well-positioned, especially considering that this format uh, relies pretty heavily on two-hit KOs. Um, so very interesting there. What do you think about... Thing I, I don't oh, yeah, like about
1: ahead. Tag Call, and I'm interested if you kind of feel the same, is it doesn't have, like, this... It's a lot harder of time using cargo, so getting the follow-up one-hit KO isn't sure. as simple sure. with Tag Call. And sure. I know you've played some Tag Call. Do you ever, ever have issues with, like, getting that last final knockout? I mean, some some people don't even play cargo at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be issues, um, just generally speaking. Um, I, I often find that the mag-, mag cargo is still useful, but is not always the route. You know, a lot of times you'll have ways to, like, snipe with Naganadel to finish the game if you can just, you know, get it to Dene or something like that. Um, you know, I never find that it's... I never find that the mag cargo is the reason that I lose the game, often when I'm playing the Tag Call version,
1: but... Right, you just lose the game for other reasons. Or, yeah,
0: I lose the game for other reasons, exactly. yeah (laughs) but you know how it is though you can always kind of like play around that right so like maybe if you don't have access to the mag cargo because you had to attach too many special energy to your active then you can you know um keep that thing alive while you like turbo strike onto a benched one and start building that up with basic energies so like maybe you don't have it that turn but maybe in one or two turns you're able to build up uh, on the bench the attacker that can take that big last one shot knockout with mag cargo uh, so i always find that that works um sure. at least from you know from my testing with that deck um hasn't really been too much of an issue how do you feel that stall is positioned in this format i i feel like stall is kind of on the downtrend amongst top players but I still feel that it has a lot of strengths, um, and so I, I'm curious as to what you feel are you know are the reasons that people aren't playing stall and maybe why it could be a good play.
1: I don't really think stall had an inherent reason to like have that downturn. Um, like ADP can be tough, especially for for the dolls versions, but sure you still have Pidgey versions which are pretty decent against ADP because they're not really playing ends resolve. So there's not really a way to surprise them with sure. an amount of energy on the board. Sure. And Pidgey's all about that for sure. Um, and it takes a lot of other good matchups, like even dolls, like with besides ADP has a lot of really good matchups and I'm, I'm sure you could easily see that in the finals. So, um, I I don't really see a reason why it would be bad. I guess I guess uh, Amistar is pretty hard sometimes. Uh, if you're not playing the Celebi that we talked about last week, yes,
0: the busted <laughs> filthy Celebi,
1: the broken <laughs> Celebi. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I think people just like prefer not to play stall, and maybe it was like a rough choice going into day or not into Daytona into San Diego, especially because it did so well consistently in. Mm in daytona it's pretty rough to as a stall player yeah or someone who's played stall at least a couple times personally i always find it really hard to justify playing it twice in a row
0: sure um, yeah absolutely so you think kind of people were scared off it they were thinking well maybe other players are going to play heavier stall counters and so that means you know if they play like two all in their adp like that'd be pretty bad for me as a dolls player um you know is that kind of the the thinking or they could play ends resolve in ADP. That's another like example that just immediately comes to mind.
1: Yeah, there's just like there's not a good way uh, about playing stall twice. Like it, you can't really anticipate how people will react to seeing stall do well. Sure. And you, for the most part, usually people won't respect it that much, even immediately after. But you'd hate to roll that dice and be wrong when you could just play like a consistent, more attacking focused deck sure and save your stall um enjoyment for another time
0: yeah yeah it's funny though because it it does kind of remind me like of just expanded where okay night march does really well so then the next regional everyone puts an oracorio or karen in but then nobody plays night march because they're all thinking that everyone will you know (laughs) metagame against it you know so i don't know just yeah, just very interesting sure. although i
1: think people act point. like more actively respond to night march sure. for whatever reason sure and maybe it's just like the level of hate that people have for night march is very strong mm-hmm. or they disrespect night march more as a deck than they do stall but um I, the logic as a whole i think still still holds and i think that's a good comparison
0: sure absolutely um all right well what would be your top three decks heading into this weekend considering the metagame uh from this last weekend Uh, I guess across both continents, but I you know mainly focusing in America where we saw Lucario Melmetal, we saw uh this weird you know Garchomp Giratina deck finally win, you know, get out of the top eight uh that it had in uh Latin America. You have ADP, obviously, still a strong contender here. What are your kind of top three decks going into the weekend? Let's say you have a cup or something coming up.
1: Um i think it would probably be just probably kind of the things i've already alluded to sure i think doll is pretty good i actually just got a bunch of doll stuff in the mail and i like kind of want to use it <laughs> 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 which maybe that's just like just some kind of evil seed inside of me is sprouting and i just want <laughs> i really want to ruin people's days at a cup but uh Besides that, I also really think Mewtwo is very good. It's always a deck that I have on my radar. I I just love the deck so much. I have a lot of fun playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm like... <laughs> I messaged you about this, actually, that I kind of want to just run Lucario. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should have some more CP before I decide to run Lucario. Yeah. To
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you always kind of worry with Lucario that, like, you know, there's just going to be... There's just going to be, you know, the, the dead hand, or there's going to be, like, that one bad matchup, you know, that you hit. If you, if you plan on taking that one, you know, weird kind of off-the-wall deck, you are just, you know you're going to hit that weird matchup in the local meta game.
1: It's just guaranteed. Yeah, I, I don't know. Man. It's just guaranteed.
0: But... Dude, you're in Ohio. You're going to hit the, the weird matchup. Are you sure? I... The, like, the fire deck with Faba so that they can get rid of your frying pan one shot you oh,
1: that would suck, that would definitely suck,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to hit that i'll mm. I will say they play like the a one of uh what is it like the dark drill or dangerous drill <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> <laughs> now that would be busted. they play like an o one line of a dark one <laughs> and a dangerous drill
0: <laughs> that'd be insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I almost wouldn't be mad if I lost something like that.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of the cup that I played or the yeah, it was a cup. I played against Kevin Baxter and uh he was playing Malamar and I was playing Mewtwo and I'm like, "All right, I got this. You know, I just get my weakness card energy, attach a turn one to my Mewtwo and like I'm set to go." And uh he drops this I think it's a Giratina <laughs>
1: Unified
0: yeah and he like bopped off the the special energy and then just one shot me and it was the just the craziest thing and i i was a little salty but then like after i got over this salt i was like you know what you got me you know you're you, you one fair and square like congratulations for coming up with that with that one tech to be that one very specific matchup very fun <laughs> you
1: still sound a little salty
0: hey now hey now hey now hey now <laughs> What
1: about you, JW? What would your top three look like?
0: I really like Pidgeotto right now. That's been a deck that I've been testing a lot on the ladder. Um, I think it's just really well poised because if there's a lot of ADP, um, then it obviously feasts on that. I think Mewtwo is kind of an iffy matchup, but I I feel like in America, Mewtwo maybe isn't as... like I don't see it as much on the ladder um, obviously, the results from San Diego this weekend wouldn't indicate to me that Mewtwo is uh, still a top choice for the top players. And then I think it takes a decent Malamar matchup. Actually, I've been finding that the Malamar matchup is pretty—you um, know—it's pretty decent. It's pretty—you de- can you can do some things. You can work your way out of situations. So, um, given that Mewtwo's kind of on the decline, which you're really only worried about that 20 damage counter across division um if Mewtwo is on the decline in the local metagame I mean I would love to play Pidgey uh I like Mewtwo like you're saying I just think it's a good deck kind of a comfort pick um and then beyond that yeah I don't know Guardian maybe Guardian (laughs) seems fine you know Lucario Melmetal. those kind of feel like two sides to the same coin depending on what
1: you're what's that they are, like, kind of similar in their endgame function.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those those feel very similar to me. So, I like those decks a lot, and uh, we'll see what I end up playing this weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Big a lot fun. of interesting choices there on the table.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a pretty, like, solid overview. I mean, not too much has really been uh, exposed from this last weekend. I mean, we've really gone through the metagame over these last few weeks, and i almost feel like it's been beaten to a pulp i don't know about you but i'm ready to move on to you know a new set or you know mid-season rotation that that won't happen but
1: <laughs> and the set has only been out for like four weeks
0: i know but i'm kind of ready for something new you feeling
1: <laughs> i think it's because we had like this long string of like standard events over and over mm-hmm. and over again it's like people are putting so much time and effort into this set in such a short period of time. Yeah, that could be it for sure. It's like, Oh, oh, hold on.
0: (laughs) Well, one thing that I do know for sure is that expanded is going to be really great. And I think we're going to turn our focus, um, here in the next uh, few weeks, just more shifting towards expanded and what we have to bring for Dallas, what we think is going to be good because there isn't that much content out right now for expanded. Um, it's It's been very curious. I haven't really seen a lot of people posting lists about expanded or posting ideas about expanded it It feels really dry. There's a lot of things that maintain their strength into the expanded format um, but certainly a lot of things that um, get neutered by the bands and things like that. So we'll do more dive uh, deep diving into that later. but I would like to open up the floor now to uh, any viewer questions that you guys have. We have one here from Eperuza TV saying, Lily or Cynthia in ADP? And we had kind of discussed this. I remember last week, we didn't really like Lily that much and figured that Cynthia would probably be the preferred supporter of choice. Has your opinion changed at all?
1: It it really hasn't. And even the more I think about it, I just like Cynthia more and more as an option. Well, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Lily. and Our group chats also, as we like talked about it, like over text weren't about this lily either so yeah i mean i i'm planting my feet and i think i like cynthia better
0: yeah how about it um let's see what are your general thoughts on how expanded is going to shake out Riley? do you have any initial thoughts
1: um i mean it's definitely going to look a lot different i think there's going to be some things that carry over pretty well um the turbo dark deck doesn't lose anything and it kind of You know, it stays at a similar power level. It can just blow anything up. Um, I think the biggest thing that's going to come onto the scene is these ADP-focused decks, um, which will have this kind of weird effect of people will actually play Ranger and get value out of it for the first time in years. Sure. um, Because, like, these ADP decks, they can either play it with like a turbo dark dragons kind of thing, and just wipe things off the board, which seems pretty good. Or they can play it with the baby ultra necrosma and just GX and go 170 or like 200, 200, 200 rather. Yeah, and take multiple prizes like three prizes on a shaman with a one prize attacker seems pretty good to me. It's not gonna lie, it seems pretty good. So,
0: yeah,
1: I think Ranger will be appearing in people's deck boxes. Sure, I think I think we'll Ranger.
0: Yeah, Ranger and Faba seem like the two cards uh kind of to look out for in expanded right now or at least the two yeah. like tech supporters to look out for in expanded. Um
1: It might be Dallas might be the first regional where people play Ranger in their deck and then play it in games.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and actually use it, right? And a- well, yeah. not actually use it like need to use it. Like are forced to use it or else the game ends uh extremely quickly. I mean, just just the thought of the game ending in 3 turns Via a one-prize attacker is very, very scary, and I think a lot of people will respect it a lot. Um, you know, going into expanded, I think Dark Turbo Dark stays extremely good. I was doing some testing with that. Um, I am very sure that there is some kind of stall deck that is helped by the Poke Dolls, um, and among other cards from uh, from Cosmic Eclipse. And then I feel like Mewtwo is just on the rise because of the bands makes that deck a little bit more viable. So those are kind of the things that I'm looking at uh, for expanded right now. We have another question yeah. here. Ninja Dusk says, "Does Pidgey have any way to beat Zebra now?" And I think it does. As somebody that's put a lot of uh, a lot of games into Pidgey, I haven't lost to a deck that plays Zebra. Um, I just feel like the Bilalba Bryson Man can actually just disrupt and accelerate the game state so fast to the point that Zebra is almost more of a hindrance than a help.
1: Yeah, and I think what's important to note, too, is the deck has to be able to get value out of Zebra against Pidgey. Like, right. drawing four cards is great from a zero card hand. That's obviously fantastic, but... What are you doing with those four cards? Like, for example, if you're playing ADP and you have a zero energy ADP active and you don't have any energy on your bench because it got hammered away, wh- what do you do? What does the four cards help with? Like, right. that four cards can't do anything for you. You're just going to attach the one energy that you draw, maybe, and essentially mill yourself three cards and attach an energy.
0: Right. <laughs> right, right. And I, so. I found I found that the Zebra, like, you never want to use it early because your hand is generally big. And then late in the game, you know, you've already been milled a few times with the Bilalba Bryson man, and it's not really that good because you put yourself in that danger zone. Um the zebra, I don't know. It's just a little bit more interesting now that Bilalba Bryson Man is a card, and I don't know that there's a deck other than maybe fire. Right, I was um, gonna that say can, that can utilize yeah, that can utilize the zebra. Uh, ability guard is like the only deck where
1: it makes sense to me and that's because you can just keep sprinting and using victini yes you know yes if even if your deck is all fires you can just like sprint gust victini recycle all that
0: (laughs) yeah right right it has that refresh that inherent refresh that no other deck really has outside of i guess things that play a guru themselves but um very very good point there i think zebra in almost any other deck right now isn't a surefire way to be pitchy. Um, Let's see. Surely we have another... Oh, here we go. Red RedLibReckless asks, are there any potential Dark Horse decks that you think might do well in the upcoming tournaments?
1: Dark Horse. I mean, I think at this point, the biggest Dark Horse that we were looking for <laughs> were the finalists in San Diego. Yeah. I don't know how much further down the rabbit hole we can go. Um... That being said there are some kind of interesting rogue decks that i think are out there the nuzzle deck is actually kind of good especially against adp i think that deck's pretty good because adp has to sacrifice those turns and leave the multi-prize pokemon active yeah so um and against all those like green z type decks as well stuff like the nuzzle deck is very good yeah because they're just spending time like even like actually adp is probably not the, the matchup i really wanted to hit on there but like guardian sure and, and stuff like the uh of Garchomp deck, like, what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're spending multiple turns, like, building up this stuff, and you're just, like, uh, you know, snugly generator, snuggly generator. Yeah. Snuggly
0: generator. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, thin the deck, get your guys out, get your guys powered up. Um, You have that, that luxury. it got to be so
1: satisfying to play, you know, in real life, because you're just, like... Emulging and thinning your deck a ridiculous amount, well, and then all your energy out, and all you have is like good cards in your deck.
0: Yeah, so busted. The filthy deck. Um, I I have a sneaking suspicion that that's the deck that Andrew's going to play this weekend. He hasn't said that he will or not. I'm just I'm guessing. I'm guessing. He has like he has what like 50 games with it on his stream. The guy has played that deck. He's perfected that deck i love it and and now with the addition of the reshiram zekrom that's huge now you can one-shot things at the end of the game that's so busted
1: <laughs> that is a fun addition for sure it's it's clever too
0: yeah yeah I, li- I like the nuzzle deck too i think that one's really fun um there's some i've seen some lists out there with Drill. I don't really like drill. I mean, it kind of gains stuff with Rosa, right? Being able to chain the drills is a little bit easier now with Rosa, but still doesn't excite me as a deck uh, choice, just because I never feel like knocking yourself out is <laughs> ever a good strategy. great. Right. <laughs> it's not the best, you know? <laughs> but uh yeah so there has been some talk about drill. i probably wouldn't put too much stock into that considering malamar is still a you know very good play and you have no real strategy against malamar um <laughs> but yeah very very cool all right any other any other things you want to hit on here riley um
1: you know i don't think there's too much we can say that we haven't already said at this point at yeah. least in regards to cosmic eclipse standard I, I do think this last week one was pretty fun and interesting to follow along. I wish it was streamed, yeah, so I could have seen some of that stuff happening in real time. Yeah, but it was still really cool to watch that unfold. I'm excited to see any rogue brews that either Andrew or you know anyone in stream or across League Cups comes up with and and brings to this format. And I'm definitely excited as well to to dig my heels a little bit into expanded and and mess around with Pokemon Ranger and <laughs> yes. And also Dragon decks and stuff like that.
0: Well, well, Riley, we gotta get we gotta get our heads together and start coming up with some lists because, I mean, we always say like, oh, we're gonna prepare, you know, months in advance. And well, that that month is here. We're down to the last month before Dallas and the uh, the holidays are coming up. It's gonna be a busy time with traveling and and hanging out with family and things like that. So. I want to get a jump on that expanded metagame. And uh, I think it's really kind of been done a disservice with the lack of coverage that expanded has gotten. It'll be interesting to see what happens in Dallas.
1: For sure, man, for sure. Uh, especially when we win and get second place.
0: Well, right. Okay. Yeah. We just have to decide who's going to win and who's going to get second. If we, well,
1: we decided it's me because like Dallas is kind of my thing. So
0: yeah, I just feel like, you know, it'd be really cool for me if I was a three P champion
1: but we could also both be two P's.
0: yeah i just feel like i don't want i don't want you on my level
1: one of yours i don't uh... want
0: you on my level you know i feel like i just want to maintain in our friend group that you know just the superior superiority
1: i'm just saying like your first one like and your second one together basically equate to my one so
0: Oh, you're talking about a number of people i think yours had a higher scrub to good player ratio than mine
1: i'm just saying like mine was a more more relevant interesting accomplishment
0: oh okay all right i had well,
1: longer more impactful meta reach
0: oh geez well that might be a discussion for another time <laughs> <laughs> that might be a discussion for uh you know in person
1: <laughs> with our
0: fists. With our fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh very cool. Riley, thank you so much for joining us again. I know it's a little bit out of your way coming out of a hard day's work, so thank you so much for being here with us. I'm gonna transition into my Pokemon after dark stream and guys, thank you for sticking around. Don't go anywhere. I'm just gonna, you know, cut to black, put on some sunglasses, and we're gonna get this after dark stream. Roland, thank you guys so much for being here and for joining us for Tag Team. I'm JW, this is Riley Hulbert, and we will see you guys next week. See
1: you, everyone. Peace.